This episode was brought to you by William Mitchell Audio. And guess what? Nah, you don't have to guess. I'll tell you. William Mitchell Audio is producing their very own podcast called Cemetery Tales. But you don't have to take my word for it. Here's a promo. For listeners with penchants for novelty. That's why our treasure is so unusual. Excitement. Novelty? Excitement? Yes. Sensuality. All I can tell you right now, Thomas, is to cool your jets. Suspense. Laughter. (laughs) Depravity and indulgence have no limit any time the intelligentsia meet for cocktails. Sprung from the hands of devilish people seeking to elevate themselves and their eternal spirits. Come for the fine caviar and hidden motives. Well, this caviar is great. It certainly is. Stay for the priceless artifacts and fiendish machinations. Who knows what could happen in an antique labyrinthine mansion owned by eccentric, newly arrived West Coast cultists. Get ready for Haunted Housewarming, Chapter 1. A heinous addition to the grim and gruesome reveries of the Tomb Watchers' cemetery tales. Knocking at the doors of destiny. How about it? My guest today is Epicea. Epicea is a mother of three who lives in the Pacific Northwest. Before becoming a full-time mom, she worked in the pharmacy field, followed by working with children. While in quarantine, she decided to seriously pursue her dream career in voice acting. Her Instagram follows the journey of establishing a new career in the midst of a pandemic, as well as enjoying motherhood, fitness, and creating comedy. Well, I'll start. <laughs> I, I I never get these. I never get through a bio. I'm oh, sorry. While starting up her voiceover social media career, she discovered her love for creating a motivational and positive feed in hopes of encouraging people of all walks of life to connect, share, and create together. And I want to add a caveat to that mm-hmm. and to say, and whenever Disney decides to uh, make a version of Aladdin with a female genie. Epi is going to be doing the voice for that. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. That's what I want to shout out to everybody. That's, what, that's what's up here. So, like, <laughs> you heard it here first on My Views from My Own podcast. Yeah. Yes. The, the next Genie on Aladdin is going to be Epi. I love it. Uh, I love it. What's up, Epi? Well, you know, just hanging out, ready to talk about some VO with you. Like, that's literally what I was going to, like, bring up in the, the next uh, – so – in the very beginning of this, uh, when I created this podcast, it was like always theme driven. Like I always had a person on and we had a theme. And then mm-hmm. more recently, it's kind of like, it's kind of gone off the rails from that. So yeah. we're back on themes. And I just want to say this is the voice acting episode. And voice I love acting. when a show has a theme, mm-hmm. but, but you're going to have to help me to keep on track because I will totally go off the rails <laughs> and start talking about UFOs any okay. minute. So, speaking, All right. speaking of which. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Have you ever seen a UFO? I have not 
personally, but I know of people who have had experiences and I wholeheartedly believe that there's no way we are the only ones in this vast universe. I mean, I agree entirely. I mean, like that's right? uh, my only, my, my personal experience would just be like, uh, there was one incident where me and a few friends uh, were, we saw like some, some lights in the sky that were kind of unexplainable, but yeah, that's my, that's my UFO story. And it's not that interesting, <laughs> but, but it's exactly, it's unidentified and it was flying. So you saw a UFO. Hell yeah. Right. And just like I said that I was going to just take it straight to UFOs any minute. <laughs> and we, like, we have a theme. We're doing yeah. the, the voice acting episode. That's, I mean, uh, that's why I reached out to you. And I just want to say, uh, Hey, let's get into the, like the get to know you because yes. I always do that. Even if I already know the person and, mm-hmm. Uh, you're a very special guest because you're not the first guest I've had that I didn't know. But right. You're the first guest I've had that wasn't just linked to me. Like, you know, I didn't have a, just a connection who was like, who told the person, to, like, who told you like about me and I'm like, oh, this, yeah. is, so this is how Doug is or whatever. And you were just uh, super cool. And you were like, yeah, let's do this podcast. Let's, let's make it happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard a couple episodes and I was like, yep, this is right up my alley. Let's do it. I love that because, you know, there's been a few people on here that have that never listened to an episode beforehand. And and then afterward, they were like, oh, no, what the hell was they, they thought it was going to be <laughs> the. <laughs> totally different vibe. They thought it was going to like be PBS uh, <laughs> news hour and it wasn't. <laughs> but I, I have I have so many questions for you, so I, I need to get yeah. to it. Um, and I'm going to start just with this first one and with a, with an old saying. So it's a. There's an old saying that when a person chooses to become an actor, there are two paths in front of them that they can take. And one path leads to voice acting and the other path leads to becoming a mime. Mm -hmm. What made you choose voice acting over miming? Because it terrifies me. Because being on camera or recording myself, really just putting myself out there, was my Achilles heel. It was the scariest thing I could think of that I was going to push myself to do because I was miming, basically. (laughs) You know, I had let my anxiety take over a large portion of my life. um, And I was very quiet. And I was just going through life as hushity hush as I could. And the opposite of that was voice acting, really just putting myself out there. Awesome. That was a, that was a fantastic answer. Thank you. Thank you. Also, like speaking of mimes though, like just really quick, I do want to bring this up. You know, I have never seen a mime in real life. I've only seen them in like uh, movies or television. I love, yeah, no, not in the wild. I saw, I think for the first time, a mime on Animaniacs. Did you ever watch that? I think that's going to come up uh, later because uh, Animaniacs, <laughs> because we're talking about voice acting and I was going to bring up that Animaniacs is probably one of my favorite uh, examples of phenomenal voice acting, yes. uh, great writing. Uh, that was a Steven Spielberg uh, production, by the way. A lot of people yeah, don't know that. But, yeah, not a lot of people know that. Um, but because of Animaniacs, all the references that at the time I didn't know, I was like, oh, what what show is he talking about? And it led me to look more into... Uh, you know, things that weren't of my era, but I fell in love with it because of Animaniacs. I don't know if you've seen this thing that uh, came out recently. It's uh, 
So it's a uh, Yakko Warner, uh-huh. and he yeah. had a he had a song. It's a, it's really cool. And he had that song. It's uh, all the countries in the world. Yes. And yeah, somebody created the. Uh, it's the countries that Americans are allowed to travel to uh, <laughs> currently, but it's Yakko singing it, and they just muted him, oh, except no. for when he would say countries that you could go to. <laughs> right. He just goes like, "Well, That's the countries are." He goes, <laughs> he goes like, uh, "Kosovo," and then just you know, he's silent for like thirty seconds, and then, yeah, I don't know. he's not wrong. <laughs> you know, I love who, it. Who was your favorite Animaniac? I just want to know. Um. Probably Yakko because of his ability to just uh, channel different characters so seamlessly. I just, I loved it. I loved his ability to switch in and out without, uh, without doubting himself. Just went for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, uh, I think as, as a child, I might've been more like into Wacko, but, mm-hmm. but I kind of grew up and was like, no, you know, yeah, <laughs> no, this is my guy. <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, okay, getting back to the, the get to know you part of the yeah. show real quick yeah. before I go completely off the rails again and bring up UFOs or whatever I'm going <laughs> to do. Uh, where are you from? I was born in California, uh, moved up to Oregon when we were about seven, and or when I was about seven. And now I'm in Washington, but both of my parents are originally from El Salvador. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. I have a, a, a really, really good friend uh, from El Salvador. Oh, yeah? Have you had pupusas because of them? No, I have not had uh, a lot of El Salvadorian food. We, uh, we need to get you on to that. Yeah. It'll, that it'll change awesome. your life. I'm saying that humbly, but it'll change your life. Well, uh, you know, during this, uh, this time of having to be home all the time, mm-hmm. my, and we, we actually, we did an episode where, um, uh, I had a, a chef on, but he had worked with me in a fine dining kitchen and I, I yeah. had worked there with him and it was kind of, it was a place where I didn't really super belong because I was mm-hmm. not a chef or anything. And I went in there like with kind of no skills. Yeah. But, uh, I feel like, I feel confident right now with the, with the recipe and a little bit of, you know, just people giving me the right, you know, ideas. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could create, even like what you're talking about, I bet I could create uh, a delicious version of almost any, any style of food. Like, I think Very I could. Cool. That's a skill. Uh, that is a skill. Um, is that because of the quarantine? Did you get more in touch with being able to cook or was that beforehand? Well, I mean, I first learned to cook straight up, uh, you know, just getting thrown right into the deep end by mm-hmm. getting a job at a fine dining restaurant with a friend of mine who was legit and I wasn't, but he was just kind of like, he carried me through the whole thing. And that's, uh, you know, shout out uh, Zach Wilkinson from episode 10. Uh, episode 10, yeah. But there's a, a, a saying actually that my grandma had, and she was like, if you can read, you can cook. Because <laughs> essentially, yeah. if someone hands you a recipe and it's correct, Right. You just follow the recipe, you know, and step then you know, like, step. add your own flavor, add your own touches. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, totally. Totally. End up with a whole different thing. Love it. Um, but I do feel like really embarrassed that I haven't had pupusas. But <laughs> Selfie. <laughs> That's a new experience you're looking forward to, is what, what that is. That, is. That, oh, is that like a kind of like a, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like envision what it would be because it sounds like it would be almost like a dumpling or possibly kind of like, am I, am I right? 
You're, I mean, it's a dough stuffed with cheese and then it branches out from there. You got cheese, cheese and bean, cheese, bean and meat. Uh, I've even seen cheese and pepperoni, like they make it their own, but yeah, it's basically like a, the dough of tortilla, that masa, and you just fill it up with good stuff, fry it, it's heaven. So I'm actually, I'm originally from uh, Tucson, Arizona. And uh, so like, for me, uh, if you could pick any cuisine, like if I had to pick a cuisine and they're like, hey, this is what you can have. Like, you know, they're like for one year, you can have just this one cuisine, pick one. Mm-hmm. I would pick Mexican food because it is my favorite uh, food. That's But uh, at the same time, like I love, uh, I, I love all cuisines. I don't, I don't know where to no, right? go. That question, that. that question makes me nervous. There's so many answers. I don't know. <laughs> you know? I mean, I feel like I've I've created so many variations on tacos and burritos. And oh, endless! Everything it's so. endless. You could have them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's the beauty of them. Um, but I, uh, getting back. <laughs> oh yes, getting, getting back to getting to know Who you. Are you? And, uh, <laughs> so uh, you're in Washington. Yes. Uh, okay, I was uh, gonna say like I so. There's a question. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make me sound kind of like stupid, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. And it was just that uh, I think that I love the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. but that's because <clears throat> I love Seattle and I love San Francisco, but mm-hmm. I haven't been to any of the places between those two cities. And I'm not even sure if San Francisco counts. So right. uh, what all is technically the Pacific Northwest? Does it stop at Canada or is it, I mean, does it go up there too? You know, when I think Pacific Northwest, I kind of thought upper left-hand corner, Washington, uh, Oregon, maybe like Northern California, um, but Oregon. So you haven't been in Portland? No, and I want uh, to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's such a beautiful thing about being able to be in the city, you know, in the suburbs and drive 15, 20 minutes. And all of a sudden you look around and you're surrounded by these gorgeous trees and just all this greenery that I feel as of recently, I've been able to just absorb how lucky we are um, over here to just have access to such beautiful scenery in about 15, 20 minutes. What part of Washington are you in? Vancouver, just over the bridge of Portland. Okay, 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 cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Seattle is like uh, it's kind of like my home away from home. And oh, cool. uh, just to what you were just saying, I love going there, and I always go in the winter. So I have yeah. family there. Uh, a little bit less now. Some people are moving, but uh, I go to uh, Seattle every winter to visit, mm-hmm. and uh, it's cool because I have a free free places to stay. It's not an expensive trip. Yeah, cool. Is that from Seattle? You can drive. I think it's about an hour drive, and you're up in like these like mountains that look like they're from like Lord of the Rings, and you can snowboard. You get lost, yeah. And I remember the first time I ever went there, and I was on one of those chairlifts going snowboarding. It was the first time I I was like had gone like legit snowboarding on like a a real mountain, and I couldn't believe the trees because they were. Uh, they were like, I mean, I, I hated to say this word, but like, they were like majestic. I was like, yes, that is the <laughs> word that comes to mind. I mean, just, just really the, 
you know, when you compare yourself and really just have a moment to realize how small we are compared to something so beautiful that's been there since before us, it really is majestic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. So, all right. So uh, did we figure out where the, what is the Pacific Northwest? Like, I don't know if we like totally defined it. Is it, it's kind of like, I guess at, at the very Southern point, it would be like Humboldt, California, maybe. There it is. I like that. That's the definition. And we say that the border with Canada, we're going to call that the top. Yeah. Let's go with that. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Pacific Northwest starts <laughs> in Humboldt, California, yes. and it goes to the top of Washington. And that is that. We'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, talk about like a little more about like a, Here's like some like just some more like voice acting stuff and like it's still mm-hmm. kind of getting to know you thing is like we'll talk more about like you know your uh your side of the country and you know I'm I'm over here like I'm in the south so you mm-hmm. know I live in uh I live in Nashville nice that's a pretty cool city uh but you know it's pretty convenient be- for like if like for instance if I wanted to do some acting because uh Atlanta has basically become the Hollywood of the South you know and I don't yeah. really know how much stuff's coming out of Atlanta now but it's like it's growing so much and you know, it's like, that's where, yeah, that's, that's where stranger things is that, you know, that's where walking dead, like all these, you know, things that everyone's heard of. Yeah. I have a couple producers um, that I follow that are in Nashville and they were just talking about how uh, uh, Atlanta is really up and coming. And that's kind of like you were saying, it is becoming kind of the Hollywood down there. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I, my cousin lives down there. I, I remember uh, one of the first times I realized how big Atlanta was becoming as a film industry type place was uh, one of the Fast and the Furious movies. And it was yeah. one of those that had The Rock in it. <laughs> like, so it was, like, you know, a superstar. And I was like, and they filmed yeah. it down there in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, wow. I mean, like, because I have a lot of friends that are actors and, you know, they try, they, they commute from here to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's like a four hour drive. Oh, okay. That's, oh, and that's, that's actually what cool. that I was trying to get to is that, uh, you know, I could easily dip down to Atlanta for an acting job. I mean, unless, of course, like, uh, if I was a full-time actor, mm-hmm. I would have to at least live there. Uh, yes. So that I could, you know, but I could get down there for, like, something, you know, small. Totally, yeah. Is there, a, is there anything like that um, in, like, in around Washington, Oregon? I mean, or, like, did you have to get all the way down to L.A. to get the same experience? I personally, yes. I would say still L.A. is where it's at. There's so many good um studios down there like bang zoom is one that i hope to be on soon hope to be working with um they're very very much so a good place to to start what is uh what is bang zoom i don't know i haven't heard of it it's an animation um recording studio cool awesome and they're but they're in la in la Mm mm-hmm this is this is not the last time I was. I, I, this is, I go to LA pretty often, uh, but I was there one time in particular, and I was staying with a friend, and he was in his particular like apartment complex. It's uh, it was in Santa Monica area somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was beautiful. I just love that part of part of the oh, uh, the city. But mm-hmm. uh, I met a lot of a lot of guys that lived there, and uh, mm-hmm. they were all discussing like you know you know struggling coming up, trying to be actors. But it was like really interesting listening to uh, there was one guy in particular, and he was like, you know, he's like, you just have to like get your SAG card and hustle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll tell you what, man, in this past year, I have literally 
uh, had maybe like one or two lines, but I yeah. just, but I work every day. And he's like, I made $80,000 this year just because I have wow. a sound card and I show up every day and he, he treats like that. I was like, I was like, that's amazing. And it's an opportunity that doesn't exist really anywhere else to make. Right. 80, yeah. 80, that's, 80. that's, that's kind of <laughs> the goal, you know, with VO is definitely LA or New York. Actually, New York has a ton of recording studios, um, that welcome clientele pretty, pretty openly. So that's also a good place. But, uh, yo, big shout out to, uh, Atlanta though. I want to say that, you know, like I want to, yeah, I want to big up, uh, where I'm at and, you know, also big, uh, big shout out, you know, Nashville's get, getting big too. So that's pretty that's, cool. Yes. <clears throat> um, all right. We're still getting to know you and I keep <laughs> talking about, hey, stuff. No worries. um, but, um, just a real, real quick question, like just for like, your own life is like, you know, you're also, you're a mom and, uh, mm-hmm. are you guys like doing like the, the virtual learning thing right now or? Yeah. Yeah. So my oldest is in third grade and we're doing virtual learning this year. And I believe the last two months of the last school year we were doing online. And that was since it was so out of the blue, there was not a lot of prep time. Uh, This time around, I'm so impressed with uh, my daughter's school district. They really just stepped up and realized, hey, we're going to be here for a long time. Let's make sure the kiddos are getting what they need. And the portal that they set up is really easy to use. There's a lot of stuff that is third grade material that we're able to still learn from home. And the teachers are texting you. Like I'm texting my daughter's teacher a few times a day with, hey, what's what does this mean? Or what app do we need to be logged in? And they do lives. It's the cutest thing. A bunch of third graders just on a Zoom meeting. It's so sweet. And I love that, like, uh, also, you know, because, <clears throat> like, kids right now, it's like uh, the, uh, I don't know how to put this exactly, but just, like, the world of just uh, working online, all that stuff, it comes <laughs> so natural to kids right now because it's always existed in, you know, I, I'm like, uh, I'm kind of like the cusp of millennial, you know, because I'm yeah. in my 30s. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, uh, I guess what it is, is like these kids like understand things about uh, being online and just all the stuff that like, to me would take me like, like, uh, I guess we should shout out the very beginning of this episode. Uh, I lost you on the Zoom call and then like, <laughs> it took forever to get you back. And I was like, <laughs> You know, like uh, banging on the computer, like. <laughs> uh, I know that was wild, but we made it. Cool. Uh, so, like, I don't know. What, what do you think? There's like some some positives and some negatives. There's like a little t- give and take. So, I totally agree with you. I just had a conversation with my daughter when I told her, "Oh, you know, I can't believe you're." I think it was the lives. It's like I can't believe you're doing these virtual meetings with your teacher when I was a kid. And then I went off about how I think it was fourth grade, you know, uh, Macintosh was coming out, like all these new uh, advances of the computer and the cell phone, you know, those were just brand new ideas. And now to be watching my daughter (laughs) engaging in the most advanced technology there is, just for, you know, daily use really kind of, kind of blows my mind how much we can advance in such little time. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. also that cell phones, like I have a, a, a personal experience that's kind of like funny, but like I didn't want a cell phone uh, yeah. 
when I, so when I was a teenager, like I didn't want a cell phone cause I didn't want my mom to be able to call me when I was yeah. like, skating cause I didn't want, like, I'd want her, like, I'd want her to be able to like, to be able to call me and then for me not to be able to have an excuse. Yeah. I want to be unreachable. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, was that before we started re- recording when I was telling you about the golf course and all that stuff? I think so. I kind of want to bring it up. <laughs> Do it. That's what right. we're here for. Uh, just as listeners, I had to make a, a quick break and come back because I'm, I'm very sunburned and I'm trying to hyperhydrate because <laughs> an amazing thing has happened. The, uh, the city golf course, it's not very far from my home, has been uh, – the golfers aren't allowed to be there anymore. So yeah. I put it into my personal gym as well as my personal oh. dog park. And so. I'm sunburned as hell. <laughs> are they are they allowing golfing up there in Vancouver or no? Not that I know of. That's not uh not my forte, but I want to say out in the yeah, maybe out in the country we've got one now that I think about it. I just want to uh give a big shout out to like to say to everyone that wants to like, you know, uh right now I'm not going to like regular gyms because also like I said I'm in the south and uh-huh they've politicized uh, wearing masks and, you know, oh, no. them. Yeah. So yeah, if you, uh, to, just to anyone out there listening, if you want to get a good workout and you live near a real city, but people are not <laughs> doing the mask rules, mm-hmm. turn the golf course into your gym. Cause I have created uh, this, my new workout is like, I take my bike, I ride it around and it's 18 holes and yeah. I get to a hole. I just uh, drop into a set of pushups and hop back oh, on the bike and it's cool. like, boom, like it's a killer workout. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's, that's some, uh, intense training right there. I love interval training. That's a great idea. All right. Like I said, I'm going to like take us <laughs> off the road. <laughs> this is the voice <laughs> acting episode. I'm sitting here like, Man, yo, I found out the greatest way to hit up the gym. Don't even go to the gym. Go to the <laughs> shutdown <laughs> golf course. <laughs> Waste money on a membership. Use nature. Yeah. Even like, and so like, oh, the dudes that work out there too, they, they like the, the mow the lawn, like have to keep mowing the lawn and like keeping. Oh, right. Keeping oh my gosh. They all yeah. they don't know me now. They're all like, oh, that's that guy. That's the dude that comes out here and rides his bike. That's that like, guy that goes hard every day. <laughs> that's a good reputation of be starting. I had to get back into going hard because at first of all, I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to take a, take it real easy. And then I was yep. like, oh, I got to stop taking it easy. Mm-hmm. I think I like got in, got out, got in, got out. And slowly getting back into shape just during the quarantine. DoorDash has been a, a near and dear friend of mine. You know, I used, a, I used to be a DoorDash uh, delivery guy. So, yeah, you guys are heroes. I, I love my, my DoorDashers. They're, shout out to DoorDashers. Thank you for <laughs> all you do. Oh, no, but, but for real, yeah. Shout out and huge thank you that people are doing that. I actually didn't do it. Uh, I haven't done any of that during this particular time. but. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I did that job uh, for a while when there was no pandemic and was still like you know those people deserve a shout out anyway because yes you regardless doing that stupid job oh mm-hmm. yeah absolutely like a uh, man I don't we gotta get back to the voice acting but I want to say one last thing about <laughs> door dashing yes yeah yes please. Uh, so when I very first started so I went I had to go to you know the cheesecake factory yeah yeah so I know the cheesecake factory. When they don't warn you, like when you become a DoorDash person, it's all online, and they just like they're like, all right, cool, now you're a DoorDash dude. It's like becoming like an Uber driver. What you know, I did that too. Oh, gotcha. I was, actually, okay. I was a Lyft driver. I never did Uber, but mm-hmm. uh, 
so I walked in, like they're like going through this particular door and you walk in like kind of in like the kitchen slash like uh, bus tub area. Yeah. And, like this like uh, manager like walked over and started yelling at me as though I was an employee of their, uh, of the place because I was standing yeah. in the way. Oh, nice. and I know. And I got really mad. And I was like, I was like, wait a second. I don't have a boss. You're not my boss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work here. I'm not putting up with this. I was like, yeah, anyway. Oh, man. That took us way the hell off of the theme of the show, which is voice acting. That's why you're on here. And also, I want to get to like actually like how uh, I reached out to you and like how we got you on here. But yeah, here's the thing that like I think that people like. Uh, this is the thing that I think people are, are going to really like care a lot about because it's like it's super interesting and it's something like really amazing about you and that mm -hmm. uh, you're a person that has decided to pursue your dream career. Yes. And. I don't know if you could like just tell tell a story or like tell me a story or tell us a story. Yeah. Kind of like how that came to be, you know, what were you doing before and what led you here and you know to to do like your real thing. Absolutely. So as for many of us, 2020 was one of the most difficult years so far um, of my life. And that actually ended with me what I thought was reaching my rock bottom. And when I did reach my rock bottom, I realized, you know, with everything going on in the world today, there is no real reason other than my anxiety and my fear to stop myself from being the person that I thought I would be when I was a child. Um, I've always been in love with acting, language, sounds. I come from a very musical family. But what stopped me from ever going to go get it was truly just fear, you know, fear. And when I saw the condition of the news, what's going on in the world, I just kind of, it kind of, it kind of made me wake up and be like, why not? Why not? And when I asked myself that question, it really just kept leading me to further and further of discovering who I really am. And I think that I kind of lost that for a little bit, for a, for a few years. And when I found who, like, you know, I got to the root of who I am, who I was, and who I want to be it all kind of neatly went into voice acting. Um, everything about it is so attractive to me, the, the ability to uh, channel different, um, I would say, different cultures, different languages, different dialects, and learn from that and respect it and form an entire character an entire person and bring it to life with your voice that is very powerful um very powerful and i i just thought this is it if if there is there was a time we all joke about it you know like hey man feels like the end of the world you know it might it really feels like it and i thought well i don't know if i would be very satisfied with what I've done so far, if that was the case. 
So that's kind of what really set me on fire to pursue this very seriously. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer too. Uh, I was going to uh, say like um, a, a little bit like a uh, same here a little bit, you know, just uh, yeah. I was already, like, like I said, I was already going to start a podcast in uh, right. 2020, like back when we had no idea that, you know, this was in January. I was like, all right. And I started kind of like uh, <clears throat> putting it together and like, I got like a, uh, you know, got my uh, focus right and microphones yeah. and uh, yeah. I was talking to my friend who's an audio engineer and he kind of sponsors, he's kind of like my main sponsor, like for the show and uh, all, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, the funny thing was uh, the original idea for this was actually not to be quite what it's become it was mm -hmm. supposed to be uh literally like a voice acting uh, kind of platform i was going to yeah. share my my friend's uh studio that he his band records in mm -hmm. and i uh, was going to uh have act I, I know a lot of friends are actors and just like have people mm -hmm. come by and i was always going to have a guest but i was also going to have people like with me there in the spot to create uh Oh, okay. Like, what, like a back my, and forth. One of my one of, one of my original jokes that we were gonna do that never got to happen because like you can't really do it without people there with you was we yeah. were gonna do like a celebrity seance, and so <gasps> we were gonna have uh, I had friends that do like really good um, impersonations of celebrities. Yes. Like, like, uh, but like I thought it'd be funny to uh, to bring back from the dead like certain celebrities oh or gosh. or so even much to do with that that would be so fun <laughs> or even to channel so celebrities that are still with us just to you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> uh, that but, would be great yeah I'd, I'd love to see that happen when it when it's possible that's a great idea but I, actually i want to like uh jump back really quick to like what you were just saying a little bit about uh so I, I, because I just touched on this in the last uh, episode, uh, mm -hmm. with, uh, shout out Bryn Plummer, uh, you know, doing uh, uh, the socialite and uh, mental health awareness and yeah. uh, getting rid of stigma. And that's yeah. the thing. And, and anxiety uh, is a real thing. People have to deal with it. And it was the first time that I brought up uh, for myself because people always are like, they always think, oh, I'm so outgoing. And so, uh, well, like gregarious or whatever. They're like, yeah. well, obviously this dude's never anxious, but like, that's not true. That's right. the thing I got to deal with that uh, all the time. There's like certain, yeah. that is like, that, uh, you know, would be, this should be easy to do, but because mm -hmm. I have to have anxiety about it, then it's not easy, you know? Right, like right. Stuff, you know? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I just want to like give a big shout out to like, you know, anybody out there that like, that is going through anything, especially like anxiety related or like depression related and like how like, yo, like we're, you're not, you're not like the only person going through this. Like, this is like a, it's like an epidemic the same way Absolutely. that, uh, uh, there's a, you know, a, a virus. Yeah. It's, it is affecting so many people. Um, and a little bit, what gives me hope a little bit is I do feel like we are starting to be more vocal about it. Um, it's starting to be more of a topic and not so much, eh, it's in your head. Eh, it's not, it's being regarded to as a mental health condition, you know, and it's very physical. It's very physical when you have to deal with anxiety. Um, and since we're on the topic, I do feel uh, the need to be pretty, pretty honest here to, to share how 
severe my anxiety uh, was earlier this year, as in January as well, I was not able to leave my house um, for days at a time because of my social anxieties. I would have panic attacks. It was just as bad as it could be. It was, it was overtaking my, my life. Um, and that's kind of, like I said earlier, kind of when I hit my lowest low. Um, but the cool thing about hitting rock bottom and, you know, what some people would refer to as square rock, square one is yeah, you're broken down, but now you can rebuild yourself whichever way you choose to. And that's kind of how I feel that I am right now. I'm not from, I am not from point A to B. This is me on my way to point B. I'm speechless. And that's what happens to me. <laughs> it never happens. Oh man, I don't even know what to do. But hell yeah, I, I, but like, I just, I'm really glad we're bringing this up. You know, it's part of the things, like, I'm glad, like, I have this podcast and I can talk about what's real and, yeah, and uh, exactly. care about. And I think that uh, people that have anxiety need to know that there's, should be no stigma for that. And I'm totally over here uh, knowing that so many people are going to listen to me saying this stuff. So I'm not going to sit here and be embarrassed or be like, you know, right. feel like I'm uh, lesser than because, I, you know, so. Nope. We talked about it and yeah. we're happy to talk about it. Let's bring mental health to the, you know, the forefront because, you know. Do it. So this, yeah. It's our, you know, our culture is messed up and it's making people anxious. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been, it's been, uh, several hundred years, I would say of, uh, accumulation of social pressures that have brought us to this point to where anxiety is very, very common. Depression is very, very common. Not to mention, you know, the many other mental health diagnoses there are out there, but it, there's no, this is not a time to hide it anymore. You know, let's start, let's start being vocal about it. And I'm here to listen. You're here to listen. I feel like we're all ready for that exchange of I talk, you listen, you listen, I talk. Let's be here for each other. Absolutely. It's yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, man, it, it can't be said enough. Like people need to work together. Like we're, we're meant to be uh, yeah. in uh, groups. We're meant to be in communities and we got this, this big giant stupid ass thing going on, like especially you know here in America, mm -hmm. people are acting like these are football teams, and it's like, right. it's, yeah. like it's like uh, the Republicans and the Democrats, and pick your fucking team, right? And it's you know like let's, I mean, first of all, I don't want to get super into politics, so I'm not going. I to. know, I know, I get, I, it's a passionate <laughs> subject. It's it's easy to get swept away in that because I just feel like it's a it's very simple. Sometimes I know that's a difficult statement to say, but really I'm just like, can we just get along? You know, can we, can we right. be friends? Can we do that? You know? I'm, I'm like, it's funny cause we're having this conversation right now when shit, especially like in your state, shit oh is going God. down, but you know what? I want to bring it back to voice acting. Because bring it back. That's, that's bring my whole back. thing is I just take, these side roads and I, I, oh, and by the way, like, I hope you don't get mad at me, but I just want to say this. <clears throat> uh, I didn't warn you beforehand. Oh boy. But I've listened to you uh, do ad reads and yeah. I know you're good at them. Mm -hmm. And I totally am not trying to ambush you into, oh, doing, into some improv, but because 
I definitely didn't mention that at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, no. But, no, you but having said that, I yeah. always do uh, little segments on every episode of the podcast, oftentimes to promote uh, new inventions, you know, quotation marks, uh, mm-hmm. or other entrepreneurial ideas, uh, yeah. also quotation marks. But since I have a legit and talented voice actor as a guest on the show today, I was hoping we could go back and redo a couple of these ads. Okay. So a lot of these, I, I, did, I did them by myself and I sent them to my uh, audio engineer and he, he did what he did. Uh, yeah. But we're just going to improv these. So I don't know how many episodes you've heard of this, but you might not know of any of these. Uh, but basically, I'm just going like, to bring up a product and okay. we're going like, to slang that product like we're on an infomercial. And uh, I'll do my best. And I'll just I'll just start I'll and go same. in, and then we'll just go in. Let's do uh, it. First of all, this is one of my favorite products that I ever created on the show. It's called the Shaky Flex. Mm-hmm. It came out on episode five with uh, shout out Nate Derry from Made Fitness. It's my homeboy. He owns a uh, gym. He's like one of the most intense athletes I've ever met in my life. Oh, cool. And, yeah. And I uh, I was trying to like, you know, I was I was being facetious, but I was trying to like pitch this to him. And ask him if he would endorse it. And he'd straight up yeah. say, no, will not endorse it. Like, no. It's called the Shaky Flex. It's a hybrid of a shake weight and a yes. bow flex. And so when you try to bench press, it shakes you off and that works your core. Okay. So let's see if we can like just improv a quick infomercial. Uh, okay. Uh, let's, let's, let's assume you know what a Shaky Flex is, so I'm not telling right. you about it. You okay. already know and uh, I'll just say, <clears throat> hey, yo, what's up, Epi? Oh, not much. Just thinking of how I'm going to get my workout in today. Oh, let me tell you. I've just been on my shaky flex, and my abs are ripped. Shaky flex? What's that? Oh, it's literally a bow flex mixed with a shake weight. And when you try to bench press, it shakes you off. What will 2020 think of next? I don't know. <laughs> All right, man. I don't know if we sold any shaky oh, fixes today, but you know what? I have you some more products here. Yeah. Um, there's no chance that you listen to the uh, podcast I had with the intimacy coach. Is there? I don't think I have. You don't necessarily need to, but do, do you do any celebrity impressions? Cause that's going to help with this. Not. <laughs> Not on, not on the spot. No, <laughs> not so much. You know, what? it can be, it can be really bad. Can I? Can <laughs> okay. Can I, we, uh... I, would it be good if I, if I shot out some celebrities for you to Ooh, use? Yeah. Let me yes, tell you how this product works. It was a. Uh, it's called the My Views Are My Own pregnancy tests. Okay. And what they do is not only do they tell you that you're pregnant or not, mm-hmm. but they tell you in a celebrity voice. Oh my goodness! Well, so at the I time, love- uh, uh, I think I had. Russell Brand could tell you that you're pregnant. <laughs> Sean Connery could tell you that you're pregnant. I'm kind of forgetting some of the other people that I did. Yes. I think Russell Brand was like, uh, oh, my oh it looks God. like you're pregnant, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Sean Connery was like, you're pregnant. Yeah. Motorcycles. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Let's, I love that. Let's try this one. Uh, I have no idea where to start. Will you, have, you start this one. Just. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. How about this? We'll, we'll be like a, uh, we'll be an infomercial again. Okay. Let's be an infomercial. Coming to you from my views or my own podcast. 
is the new, my views are my own pregnancy tests. Are you tired of getting told that you're uh, pregnant without a celebrity voice? (laughs) 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 Then listen to the celebrity uh, do, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of, who's that lady from the Silence of the Lambs? Oh my gosh. Foster. Foster. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Thank you. Dude, Jodie Foster tells you you're pregnant. Oh, okay. She, she talks like this. That's right. Yeah, she's like. I'm seems like her. Seems like you're uh, ended up pregnant. <laughs> are you? Are you satisfied about that? I'd have to. I'd have to rewatch. Was, no, you nailed, you nailed no, it. No, I don't. Do I'm sure are, everyone was like, that was are not. Yes, we're gonna be selling. That, like, that is not Jody, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, you give me a celebrity and I'll and I'll tell someone they're pregnant. Okay. All right. Let's go with uh Oh my goodness. Let's go with uh Steven Seagal. Okay, I can do that. <clears throat> hey, I just got done beating the shit out of a bunch of bad <laughs> guys, but I have still had time to tell you that you're pregnant. <laughs> we're we're going to sell a ton of these, I feel. I feel like we're going to sell a ton. Oh, dude, I, they're, like I'm saying they're flying off the shelves. Go to my, these are my own.com and buy some of these pregnancy tests because they're loaded with celebrity voices. <laughs> yes. All right. Can I, can I do Arnold? <gasps> yes, please. <clears throat> oh, great. <laughs> right, right. Great news, you're pregnant. <laughs> you're pregnant with twins. <laughs> like my greatest film, you know? Twins, with Danny DeVito. Me <laughs> and Danny DeVito are twins in the film. It's very, very crazy. All right, that's what I feel I can get. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Not so much, not so much. Okay. Uh, can we do one more of the ones that I've already done and we'll like move on? This is not, no, no celebrity voices here, but I am yeah. making fun of a celebrity, which I make fun of on almost like, like maybe four or five podcasts now. Which okay. is Guy uh, oh my gosh. Yes. Guy. Guy's my guy. Dude. Uh, he's going to change the name of the name of uh, Columbus, Ohio to Flavortown. So. Is that happening? Uh, there's a, there's a petition. You can sign it. I'm going to, as soon as we're done with this, that's what I'm doing. So basically, on episode three, I had uh, shout out Sharon Paoletta, uh, a health and wellness expert, you know, and oh. she's like, you know, amazing. She knows all this shit. And mm-hmm. I disrespected Guy Fieri on that episode and mm-hmm. she schooled me. She's like, Are you sure you're not just jealous that uh, you <laughs> just chill and eat hamburgers and travel the country and like have a great life? And you it is a hamburger. I mean, she like definitely hit me with like a mind trick. So what <laughs> I like, did was, actually that that inspires some self-reflection. How do I feel about Guy Fieri? Yeah, you would have thought, but I doubled down, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you, like, you uh-uh. think I'm jealous of Guy Fieri? <laughs> I'm going to disrespect him on his soap, and I'll, especially the the episode I had with the with the real chef. And the, and the funny thing was, I wasn't planning it, and I said, "Yeah, you think he's the shittiest celebrity chef?" And he's like, "Guy Fieri? No way! <laughs> right off the bat, Sorry. yeah." But then he then he uh immediately said, by the way, Guy Fieri's, uh, what he's heard 
is a really, really great guy and does a lot wow. of charity work. And so like, cool. we're not disrespecting Guy Fieri's uh, as a person. As a person. As a, like, his image. Persona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. I'm ready now. And uh, that was the dude that I, he used to cook for Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is funny that oh, I can the voice. Goodness. All right. So, so cool. I'm not going to lie. This is pretty whack. But uh, on the very last <laughs> the episode before this, I created a, uh, I had this uh, guest from the Entrepreneur Center here. Mm-hmm. I created an entrepreneurial thing called, uh, it's called, fuck you, Guy Fieri. What do you think you're better than me, Cafe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, our flagship <laughs> item, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, hand it to you. So the flagship item is called a chili cheesecake. And it's oh like a bread God. bowl. So. Uh, you take uh, you take a cheesecake and turn it into a bowl and fill it with chili. Okay. And that's going to be, I guess, like your lines is, is explaining the delicious chili cheesecake. And I'll just be like the whole, uh, hey, I'm um, Doug and here's my thing. Does this sound good? Yes. All right. I know that you didn't sign up for improv, but here we go. It's improv, it's improv. I know that like you probably were like, oh, no, what? So here we go. <clears throat> As many of you know, I'm an entrepreneur, and I want to, for the second time, bring up my new entrepreneurial latest uh, endeavor, which is the, uh, fuck you, Guy Fieri, what you think you're better than me? Cafe. And I have my good friend, Epi, here to explain our flagship menu item. Are you tired of having your chili in the, not, in the very standard way? Do you need a new invention, a new way to have your chili. Please step up and try the chili cheesecake only at, fuck you, Guy Ferrer, you think you're better than me? Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love it. I love it. We're going to be famous. Yes, we are. All right. It's only fair. Okay. Now you make one up. You make up anything we're going to sell. And you get to like, and this time I have to be on the spot and I'm I'm the one. Okay. Because you got on the spot three times in a row and that's not fair. All right. Let's do this. A product? I can do a product? Yeah, or like whatever. I don't care. Like I'll sell okay. anything. I'm, okay. like, I'm down. I'm a capitalist. All right. You're down. All right. Look. <laughs> Let's do uh, basically the, po- the Polaroid camera, okay. but trying to sell it as an original idea, like a, a brand new invention of our times. All right. So or, now that Polaroid has gone out of business, we're just taking their exact technology and we're, we're going to try yes. and sell it like it's new. All right. I'm fucking down. Yes. <laughs> Do this. Uh, are you, are you going to start? Or I'm going to start here. Let me, let me start off here. Gosh, I really wish there was some sort of mechanism we can use where we can get our pictures as soon as we take them. Oh, well, don't worry, Epi. I've got the perfect thing for you. It's called Lola prod. It's a great invention where Instead of using a digital camera or your phone or anything convenient, it's a camera that you hold that creates a photo instantly, and then you lose it. Is it really bulky and hard to use? No, 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 no. It's only about five or six pounds and fits easily in a backpack. Wow. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm so stoked. Yeah. I'll be, you know what? You're a great salesman. Me, not so much, but I am a great, I will hype. I'm a hype person. I will hype up 
anything that you believe in, I'm here for it. I will, I will lift that up. And obviously, like I said, I, I ambushed you and I was like, <laughs> like you had no idea that I was going to say like, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you're, you're just, uh, you're helping me strengthen that. I do need to work on the back and forth. It is a muscle. And you, that. You Absolutely. Exactly. You, you might be uh, in a, in a recording studio and yeah. like, Hey, you gotta sell uh, these boner pills. You gotta sell them right. now. And then also, and like, and you go, go for it. and you spill your uh, cup of coffee all over the script. And you're Gosh, like, shit, yes. all I know is that they are boner pills, but right. I gotta make it happen. And I gotta use the right emotions, gotta be on the spot. Oh, yeah. That's, and you know what's funny? The whole coffee spilling thing, that's right up my alley. That's exactly, boner pills spill everywhere, <laughs> like 1940s skin. Yeah. That's that's what I mean Whoops. with inside. I just turn into the biggest klutz. Like, how did you make that fall from over there? You know, like I'm just so I get so clumsy. I would love it if it happened after uh, you did the voice for the first uh, female lead, or you know, I guess I guess is the genie the lead of Aladdin, or is Aladdin the lead of Aladdin? In my book, genie was all. I mean, Robin Williams, the way he portrayed that role, he was the star in my book. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. why would you even care that movie? Why would I, right? What was I thinking? I would love it if like you, uh, you Disney hired you, you did the voice of Aladdin, you did a million voices. <laughs> and then like later on, it was like, you know how like, it's like when they like, they get, they get these amazing, like huge actors to do these commercials. Yes. Cause they yeah. pay them obscene amounts of money. Like yes. um, when Matthew McConaughey was selling uh, Lincoln's, it's like, yeah. Like how, <laughs> how did those two merge you know what yeah that was that was one for the books that was like i think it was after he did true detective and like the dallas buyers club and like had oh, made himself God. like one of like you know in the canon of like great actors and then he's like absolutely he's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell some leggings you know I was, yeah he's like cool. i can do it all <laughs> and all right all right yeah i got nothing i got nothing against him man he's no guy fieri to me no no <laughs> All right, we are getting dangerously close to the lightning round, which is where I'm going to ask you a series of questions so, so fast, and you're just going to, like, okay. gut reaction, tell me. But before we go, like, to that, can we just do one more? Because I was thinking that, <clears throat> obviously, no rock star podcast host would be complete if I wasn't trying to hawk some kind of mid-shelf liquor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I have I have no notes for you, um, but I'm willing to like. Do you want to like paper rock scissors? Like, who should go first and try to make this into a commercial? Let's uh, yeah, let's do rock paper scissors. All right, ready? Uh, yep. Three, two, one. What'd you get? Scissors. So did you? Oh, I got scissors. Um, you go first. Okay. Okay. Are we naming it? Can we name it? Oh yeah, give it a cool name. Okay. Kind of like, you know, like George Clooney doesn't like, he has some kind of tequila, but I don't know what it's. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's got Trace Amigos. Everybody, everybody's got a liquor. Oh George Clooney's got like a, a, a tequila. The Rock has a tequila. Okay. Uh, you know, I've obviously been uh, Puff Daddy's got uh, Ciroc. Right. I mean, every, right. everybody's got something. Okay. And I don't want to be left out in the cold. I want my liquor. Let's, right. <laughs> let's okay. Let's this. All right. Am I waiting on you or are you waiting on me? 
I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pass you the ball because I'm blanking hard. All right. <clears throat> we'll just do the same whole thing. Hey, what's up, okay. Abby? Uh, just sitting around, feeling kind of bored. Should we start drinking already? Well, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm already super drunk, and I got that way really fast. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> How did you manage that? Oh, you didn't give my liquor a name. Oh, let's, shoot. Let's start from the top. What, what's okay. the name of my liquor? <laughs> okay. Give it a cool name, too, because I'm going okay. I'm to I'm keep it. I'm going to put that shit on the website. All right. Are you feeling daring? Do you dare to try Doug McDonald's tequila? You're going to just name it my name? <laughs> daring. Da I'm trying oh. to look great. Oh, I dare get it. It's daring. Daring Doug's tequila. Hmm. No. Well, I was hoping I was selling you a vodka. Ooh, a vodka. Well, I mean, that's classier. Like, vodkas are yes. classier. <laughs> yes. yes, they are. Yo, I mean, if Puff Daddy's selling a vodka, I'm selling a vodka. Like, that's just, you know, my favorite, my favorite winter coat is actually a Puff Daddy coat. It's a Sean John. It oh, it's so warm. It's one of the I best. It's a, I mean, like, you know, I don't want to give a huge shout out to Puff Daddy because I don't know him <laughs> or anything. But, like, uh, I bought a Sean John coat from uh, uh, Burlington Coat Factory. Oh, yeah. And, dude, it is the warmest coat I've ever owned. I think it's going to last oh. me years. Bought it, like, so two years ago. Cool. Oh, there you go. There you go. Thank you for that. Okay, uh, how about uh, what about viral vodka? Viral vodka. Viral vodka. That's like uh, like if you're tired of the shit you're seeing on the internet and tired of all the stuff on the on your feed, get some viral vodka in you before you start scrolling through your feed. That was fantastic. All right, let's. <clears throat> from the top. <clears throat> from the top. Hey, Epi, what's up? <sighs> Just kind of dreading getting back on Instagram. If only there was something that can soften the blow. I don't know if you can tell that I am crazy super drunk. Guess how I got there? How'd you do that? My brand new vodka brand, Viral Vodka, it gets you so wasted so fast. <laughs> <laughs> the people think you got a virus? Yes, people think that I have, uh, that I'm sick because I'm so drunk. It's making <laughs> me, my nose run and I, I'm throwing up a lot. <laughs> I feel I like a rock star. <laughs> well, can you pass me some? Sure. I have a case of 50 bottles that I pre-ordered that I can't sell because they're not legal to sell the bars. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that off your hands. All right, that was... <laughs> That was something. Thank you for doing that. Hey, Epi, what's up? <sighs> Just kind of dreading getting back on Instagram. If only there was something that can soften the blow. I don't know if you can tell that I am crazy super drunk. Guess how I got there? How'd you do that? My brand new vodka brand, Viral Vodka, it gets you so wasted so fast. <laughs> the people think you got a virus? Yes, people think that I'm sick because I'm so drunk. It's making my <laughs> nose run and I'm throwing up a lot. I feel like a rock star. Well, can you pass me some? Sure. I have a case of 50 bottles that I pre-ordered that I can't sell because they're not legal to sell the bars. I'll take that off your hands. If Puff Daddy's selling a vodka, I'm selling a vodka.
we are not only dangerous as close, we are at the lightning round. Lightning round. <clears throat> at the end of every episode, we do a lightning round. I'm going to ask you questions. You can't stop and think. You just got to go gut reaction, and you got to answer the question. And they're not all easy. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. This time, some of these okay. are tough. So all uh, right. I'm going to hit it right now, and we're just going to get into it. Let's all go. Right. If you could choose any feature-length film to be adapted into an animation for you to voice act in, what film would it be? Any movie. Dodgeball. Wow. Okay. Dodgeball. Yeah. Cool. I. Okay. Would you be like a? Uh, who would you be? The the girl, the banker. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. I haven't seen the movie so long. I know that uh, Vince Vaughn is like the main character. Oh my! Did you, I'm sorry. Did you say you haven't seen that movie? No, I have. I just I haven't oh. seen. It. Like I saw it when it came out. I recall there was Vince Vaughn is the good guy and Ben Stiller is the bad guy. Yes, we got Justin Long in there. Um, I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. God, I that uh, Dodgeball is one of those movies I have to watch every like one to one and a half years because it's that good. Okay, I'm gonna check it out again because honestly, Please I'm also, like not giving it the props it deserves. Oh, all, I, I love Justin Long. Any, like, I, I love Justin Long. He's one yeah, of my favorite small parts, and he's like so good. So good. Uh, well, you heard it here first. Justin Long ball. is the shit, <laughs> and. <laughs> Get looking, <laughs> look out for Episea in Animated Dodgeball. <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. What would you say, and this, this might have already come up, you know, I heard you some, some nice things about um, Robin Williams earlier, but I want to know, what would you say is the greatest voice acting performance of all time? Man, of all, of all the time. Uh... There's no wrong answers because it's, it's what you think. Honestly, Billy and Mandy, uh, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, I loved Billy. I, I loved the energy that could be put in such a little character. I, I was sometimes tired just listening to him, you know, uh, go off. And I just, yeah, I really admire the voice acting that that, the skills that it took to bring that character to life. All right. I gotta be honest. I've never even heard of that, but oh, you heard it here yeah. first. Check out the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy. If you want to hear some incredible voice acting, possibly the greatest Please voice do. acting of all time. Please do. <laughs> all right. Uh, here's one. This is uh, going back to like ad read type stuff, which we, mm -hmm. we valiantly attempted earlier, but uh, let's, oh, let's say it was a little more serious. If you could be the voice of any product or company, what would you choose? Target. Damn! As a mom, and, okay. of, and of course, the stereotype that Target is my haven when I was able to go in. Even now, I'm on their app all the time. I'm on their app all the time. And you, I, I can go off about how great their savings are, their products are. They've got a new line. Uh, love beauty and planet that's a uh, conscious with uh, recycling and giving back contributing for um, ocean uh, helping with the pollution so absolutely target would be the place for me all right you heard it here first target get at epi and get your get your shit together you got me you hey, got me actually you know uh 
I'm, I'm holding you away. Like I'm about to like go way over our time, but <laughs> real quick, can you do like one pretend uh, ad for uh, a target product? Yes. Just off the, off for, the oh, for a product or like whatever. I don't care. Okay. Are your children driving you crazy? Are you tired of being in the house? Come to target. You'll spend hours here lost in our beautiful aisles filled with luxuries you just look at, not necessarily purchase. Come on down to Target. We're waiting for you. I literally cannot wait to go to Target right now. And every mom, like, <laughs> just hearing Target's open is like, oh, my God, okay, there's my goat. That's what I'm doing today. I'm going to Target. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a mom, and I want to go to Target right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're we're getting really close. Uh <clears throat> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep you much longer, but uh just we're gonna we're gonna finish the lightning round and you're killing it. I think you're gonna win. I think you're gonna win okay. this one. You haven't missed a single answer yet. Okay. <clears throat> Here's one. If there hadn't been so many old uh kung fu movies with voice overdubs instead of subtitles, what type of movies do you think the Wu Tang clan would have been into? <laughs> um Oh, uh, what about a like National Geographic? Oh, I would have loved that. Right? If they just like sampled like Sir David Attenborough yeah. <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of like Kung Fu movies. Yeah, <laughs> same, same replacement, pretty it's much like, same. It's like instead of going like you know, watch my Wu Tang style. It's like the cheetah must feed. <laughs> her young or they will perish <laughs> bring the ruckus <laughs> uh, yes yes absolutely all right here's sure, a crazy this is a super crazy question we're almost to the end and okay. i appreciate you being so patient with oh my, my ridiculous questions i thank you for your patience this one is like so like use your imagination because this has no limits and okay. it's really it could be anything and it's uh with no restrictions whatsoever if you could create any voice acting project that you wanted and budget is no object, hiring any kind of other actors besides you or anything you need is no object. What is the project you would create? And like, like, like I'm saying, like the doors are open to like whatever you can imagine. I definitely would love to have like with access of like a dream cast, um, a very nineties inspired adult animation show um i loved the cartoons from the 90s and i think if we can and i'm talking that honestly the same cast and producers that were involved in my favorite childhood shows if we could get them back um together in one writing room and recording studio to make an adult animation i would just that that's a dream right there that would be amazing mm-hmm once again, you heard it here first. <clears throat> Everybody out there in Hollyweird, get at us. We'll make something. We'll we'll make right. Animaniacs into like something that like is like woke and teaching people. Like I mean, not, not that yes. it, not that it already wasn't. Right. But, no. Yeah. Like Pinky and the Brain. You know. Oh my gosh. Animaniac. Like, yeah. Pinky and the Brain, but like maybe discussing like some of what's happening in the world right now. You know. Yeah. I, yeah. Make it relevant. Yeah. That would be a dream. All right, and also. You said that uh, you come from a musical family. Can you sing too? Yes. Hell. Not on this spot. 
Not on the no, spot. I'm, I'm, I wasn't going <laughs> to I wasn't going to ask you to sing. I just was curious. Yes, I was, like, I was like, how? All right. Once again, Hollywood, you heard me. <clears throat> Epic and sing. What, what are you waiting for? Target. <laughs> Target. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Uh, this question is actually worth the most points, though. So in order to win, you probably have to get this answer right. Uh, Ooh, okay. What interview format podcast has the best voice acted segments in the game right now? Oh. Let's see here. If I really had to pick just one, my views are my own. You answered correctly, and I cannot believe it, but you you won the lightning round. You like? Oh, my gosh. You, you, I never single, win anything. This is amazing. Every, every single question, correct. It was insane. Every single one. Yeah. My teachers from high school wouldn't believe you. That's amazing. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. That actually, like, several people come on here and... Like, even though there are questions, like, that are their own opinions, don't yeah. know all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> right. Epi, that was so fun. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, I just, uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. I hope we can uh, we can get some projects going now that we've got the word out on how, how much talent we've got between us. I mean... You got the West Coast uh, P&W. I got the Dirty South. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, boy, let's do it. Thanks for listening to My Views Are My Own. You can contact me at myviewsaremyown.com or email me at myviewsaremyown.podcast at gmail or on Instagram at myviewsaremyown underscore podcast or on Twitter at myviews underscore podcast.